0: It's not just time to get away. It's time to travel with Anita from around the world to across Georgia. She covers it all. Away. Let's Let's
1: away. Now,
0: here's the host of Travel with Anita, Anita Thomas.
2: Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel with Anita and Friends. And well, thanks for joining me today because today's episode is a very special one. It's special in that it is filled with very helpful information on traveling with your pet. And it's also special because I am sure over the years you have heard me talk about my dog. And in particular, my chocolate boy Jack. He was one of the Travel with Anita team members. Jack passed away last Saturday after 15 years of being my road buddy, my travel mate, and the best dog anyone could ask for. I made him one of the Travel with Anita team members because he did travel with me. I called him the master of the traveling car. Today's show is in memory of Jack. And on this episode of Travel with Anita, I'm going back in the archives to the first show where Jack was part of. We shared the best travel tips I had on the show, Dr. Sumstrom from Gainesville Animal Medical, dog trainer Tracy Sherwater, and they provided a long list of travel tips. And they were, of course, Jack approved with him in the studio supervising us. The tips are from a show back in 2013. So I also had Doc Bill with me from San Paulo Birdhouses and Ida Krill from Global Southern Fun Travel. Now let's get started on some of these tips from back in 2013 that still apply and would still be approved by my Jack.
3: Did you know that 18% of leisure travelers actually want to travel with their pets? And if you add into that the folks who take their dogs to work with them or who take their pets on as they run errands around the city, then you're looking at about 30% of folks are traveling around with their pets. So if you can't guess it, today's show is going to be all about traveling with your pet. And we have some great guests with us here today. We have Dr. S- Sundstrom with Animal Medical Care right here in Gainesville. And we also have Tracy Show who is a dog trainer. And sitting in with me today as guest co-hosts are Ida Krill with Global Sun and Fun Travel and Doc Bill with Sapelo
4: Island Bird Houses. Nita, I have something to say before you get Uh, more into the show, there's another special guest in the studio. We've got the most amazing dog ever. Well, how could I forget that? Because he is
3: the super-duper special host and he is looking at me right now saying yeah mom how do you forget me and that is jack who is the master of the traveling car hi jack so he really should be the one who's sitting here at the mic telling you all about traveling especially with dogs because i think he really knows he has traveled with me lots and lots of places especially back and forth down to the coast it's usually jack and i Stopping and making for our walk and to get some water and to stretch our legs and to look around and for me to grab a bite to eat and Jack to have some water. But uh, he is definitely the master of the traveling car. If you've thought, I really would like to travel with my pet, but I'm just not sure. I'm not really sure if they will enjoy it, if they'll get sick in the car. <clears throat> I'm not sure if they will you know, run away or if I lose them. So all of these are things we're going to tackle today with our guests that we have with us today. Dr. Sundstrom, what are some things in terms of keeping our dogs healthy in the preparation part? What, what do we need to do?
0: Well, I guess I would make sure that I were... <coughs> pardon me. My pet was current on most of the vaccines necessary, especially rabies, since it's it's one of those things you just cannot go without, for sure. But also if you if your pet's on make medication of any kind i'd i'd make sure you take it with you and also make a list of it as well and any medical problems if it's an advanced if he has medical problems have those as well as contact with uh, your at-home veterinarian. Make
3: sure any medications that your pet is on that you have probably even some extra maybe?
0: Extra, and and I'd write, have it a list written down in case something gets lost and you can't, and jeez, what was that and what strength was that? You know? <laughs>
3: exactly, exactly. That, that sounds like my pocketbook. There's always something that's lost <laughs> in the bottom that I find when I get back. Uh, and Tracy, what about you from the dog trainer's perspective? What are some preparation things that we need to consider?
5: Well, one of the most important things in my book is socialization. If you haven't properly socialized your dog, it's kind of crazy to take them out and expect them to behave the way that you like around a lot of new and interesting things. So um, if you've got a puppy, socialize. If you have an older dog, then there are a lot of things you can do to um, get them used to the kinds of things that they would experience um, on the road. And that can be um, things like getting them used to traveling in the car, maybe take short trips in the car, um, do lots of positive reinforcement in the car. For instance, uh, we took our dog, Matzi, when he started to show signs of car sickness, Um, And then he became sort of afraid of getting in the car. We started taking him to a local chicken um, restaurant (laughs) for chicken nuggets Um, every time we got in the car. He quickly got over that.
3: (laughs) Well, that sounds like what Jack would like. He would like for me to stop and get the chicken nuggets, even if we're not going on a trip, even if it's just me out driving around. He's looking for chicken nuggets to come home. Um, but, Dr. Sundstrom, uh, what about, is there anything that we need to consider in terms of pet sickness uh, in preparation? Because I know some dogs all get car sick, just well, like we humans
0: do. I think, like Tracy was saying, get them used to small trips, We're rewarded or not, but the reward's always nice, for sure. <laughs> I'll eat a chicken, a little yeah, bit of chicken myself. That's a good reward for me. But, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but... Yeah, we can, you know, can get your animal used to traveling, get a settled stomach a little bit with a little Dramamine goes up. It can be given ahead of time too, at least an hour before travel, and that's you know it's it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. It should be like us. Hopefully, we won't get the motion sickness, and they don't either. So it may make him a lot more comfortable and
1: easier to clean that car. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and we don't want the car no, cleaning. no, no! no. Yeah.
1: Speaking. You also have to be careful when you take food. Make sure the food you take is <coughs> food that the dog may, not be, may, may be allergic to or food that the dog may have problems with. So if you're eating food in the car with your dog and the dog has a problem with certain foods, make sure you keep it away from the dog. And certain foods like grapes or things that may bother a dog, you want to make sure you don't yes. have those in an open container that the dog can have access to.
3: Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds again like someone's been in my car. I'm usually eating grapes when I'm on the road. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'd like to ask Dr. Sundstrom, is it um, okay then to also give your pet Dramamine if they're going to fly?
0: Yes. That yep. would be
4: okay as
0: well? Yeah. And the dose is something, you know, maybe most of them can go from a fourth to a full tablet, depending on the size of the dog. Okay. So it's it's a pretty quite wide range, and it shouldn't sedate them too much. I always suggest no matter what you're going to do with medications, especially preparation for travel. Where you do it, try it out at home first, give it a run. Mm. Let me tell you a little story. Years ago, we made, took a six hundred and fifty mile trip, and I didn't take that advice. That was my first year out of school. <laughs> I gave my cat some some medicine it was supposed to tranquilize him. One wild cat for six hundred and fifty <laughs> miles. What a miserable trip. So now I passed that tip along
3: <laughs> absolutely i I agree with you on that, and that's one of those things you probably wouldn't think about you know, testing out some of the medicines like that.
2: Great tips from Dr. Sompström and from Tracy Sherwalter. And we'll stop here. But when we come back, I'll continue my show, which is dedicated to the memory of my traveling mate, best dog ever, Jack. Today's show is brought to you by audience travel insurance. They have the best options to make sure that your travel investment is protected. Back in a moment, you are on travel with Anita. Yeah.
3: Just called me up and she woke me from my sleep. <laughs> Did I heard the thing she said. You know she heard my feelings deep. I'm gonna buy. Babe, you need all the friends you can get, I'm telling ya. I'm gonna buy me a dog. My girl, my girl, no, I'm no help. Don't ruin my song. (laughs) It's the only song I have it ruined. It was wrong. Uh, Where's the verse she used to bring me my... My newspaper? Me and my arrow. Straighter than narrow
2: Everyone knows it's me and my arrow. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. And today's show is very special, not only because I am sharing tips for traveling with your pet, but also this show is dedicated to the memory of my beloved Jack, who is my travel mate. I always call him the master of the traveling car. He sure knew a lot of tips on how to be the best pet traveler. So we'll pick up now with the continuation of a show from 2013, the first show where Jack was in the studio with me. My guests share some of the best pet travel tips I think we've ever shared. And also, in this segment, listen carefully because you will hear Jack give his opinion too. Some great guests in the studio with us today. Dr. Sundstrom, want to say hello
3: to everyone?
0: Hello, good to be here.
3: <laughs> Tracy Show with Puppy Adept. Show Walter. Show Walter. Good to be here. Hey, Okay. I'm sorry. And I was pronouncing it so well before. You were. And Ida Creole with Global Sun and Fun Travel. Hi, Anita. Great and to be here. We're great to have you here as well. And Doc Bill?
1: With Jack.
3: Yeah, with Jack, <laughs> the master of the traveling Stop car. Stop forgetting Jack. I You've tell you, me. because he thinks he's an expert. Now, let's jump back in because we have some really good information going on. Now, Tracy, I know that you have a great list for preparing do you have a list for? I think maybe traveling in the car might be probably what most people usually are doing uh, when they're traveling with their with their dogs. I know people do fly fly with them as well, but what about traveling oh. in the car?
5: Well, uh, here's my go to list. That's what you want, right? The yeah. List. Okay. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Uh, and we do have that on the website. So, right. if our listeners are not writing down, we do have it there.
5: Well, I have some obvious things on the list because sometimes those are the things that we forget. Food, the one thing. <laughs> yes. You need food and water bowls. Don't expect them to have utensils and, and um, dishes for you wherever you're going. And then, of course, when you're on the road, how else are you going to give your dog water? Uh. Along that line of thinking, you also want water in the car with you. You're not going to be able to get water just anywhere. You know, and this depends on how long your trip is, of course. hmm um, but if you're going on a long trip, definitely keep water in the car. You want to take treats, favorite toys and shoes, uh, collar and leash. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten in the car without a leash. Yes, I've done that too. And I, I should know better. <laughs> yes. If you're using a crate, you're going to want to have your crate <gasps> with you. And if you use a dog's seat belt, you want to use that. The... Um, crate can be folded up just to use in the hotel or wherever you're staying or you can use it to keep your dog safe in the back of your car as well as dr sundstrom mentioned medications also as well as any supplements your dog is on poop bags that would be a bag for collecting your dog's droppings there may be some people out there that aren't aware of that (laughs) people can do that Cleaner and deodorizer, like, Um, I use Nature's Miracle, but there are other products out there. If there is an accident, you can at least deodorize it and get that stain out. Um, But I would also tell the place that you're staying that that happened. Uh, Sheets and blankets to cover furniture. You should never let your dog on the furniture without some kind of covering. They're not at home. And if you're not sure that you can keep them off... You have the um, furniture covered that way. And also towels. They get wet sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, I prefer to dry my dog's paws off before they come into my house. But <laughs> so I would like to be the same way when I travel. And then you may need grooming tools. It depends how long you're gone. Your vet's phone number, I think we've mentioned. Right. Very and important. Then, yes. And then finally, a list of local vets pet sitters, dog parks, dog-friendly parks, and dog-friendly businesses that you can travel to.
1: Uh, Dr. Sangstrom, I have one question. What piece of paper or is a tag or someone could have to show that their dog is current in their rabies vaccine? What could they have with them to show that?
0: Well, your veterinarian can print off and and send with you records, copies of your records, which will show the rabies vaccination. It's good to have that uh, collar and that rabies tag on as well. Perhaps... I would also so think perhaps a um, just an ID tag on that collar in case he does get lost, when it take a, takes a little walk about when he's down on the coast or wherever it may be. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. And maybe have a microchip in there, too, just in case he really gets lost. Yeah, that's great information.
4: And Thanks. another thing I think is good is just to have a picture of your pet, you know, so that if it's <laughs> lost, there's a picture there that you can show. Absolutely. And you know,
3: I think that's especially important too. If you're talking about pets that are not dogs and cats, say, for instance, you travel with your bird. Uh, most people are not familiar with all the different types of birds. So, if your bird is lost while you're traveling, I think those pictures are really important to maybe have just a picture of your of your dog or your cat or your bird or whatever your pet is in case they get lost. And nowadays, with the smartphones, it's so easy to have yeah. a picture. Of your of your pet, now Tracy, my dogs um, went through your training, and there was one thing that you taught us that I, I would love for you to share with the listeners, and that is the recall. In case your pet is kind of charging off somewhere, uh, recall for you to get them
5: to come back. You want to share that with the listeners? What that's all about? Um, well, briefly the recall is coming when called that's what a lot of people know it as Mm -hmm. and it's really the best thing you can teach your dog if there was one thing that you could teach them and if you think about it if they escape uh, let's say they dash through the door as you've opened it in a strange place you need to be able to call your dog back to you without having to alert the media so to speak (laughs) and it's It's a difficult thing to teach your dog to do when you're not at home, too. What most people do is they teach their dogs to do things very well when they're at home. But they forget that to a dog, training is contextual. Mm -hmm. So if they can do it well at home, that does not mean that they can do it well somewhere else. They need to practice it in other places with very high rewards for coming. Mm -hmm. Very good point. And what's a high reward? Can you tell us a little bit about that, too? Yes, that would be... And Let me back up a little bit. First of all, the reward is chosen by the dog as far as whether (laughs) it's rewarding or not. That's true. Just because you like it doesn't mean they like it. So, um, having said that, chicken, um, sometimes hot dogs, scary as they might be, uh, Mm -hmm. check them out. Meat, generally speaking, is a great reward. And you want to switch it up. If the dog knows every time you say the word come, that means that I'm going to get chicken, he can kind of decide for himself if he'd rather go do this other thing or would he rather come and get some chicken. So mm-hmm. you want to kind of switch it up a little bit so that he'll know it's always going to be a pleasant surprise if I just come when mom calls me.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Dr. Sundstrom, um, now
3: that we're on the road uh, and our dog does get... Um, does, does get maybe car sick is there some little tip for you know what should we do just keep them cool or give them water
0: i guess i'd you know do like i would if I were car sick. let's get stop the car and get out and get some air and just chill for a while
3: mm-hmm.
0: let that stomach settle down mm-hmm. and if you do have some dramamine you can give him a chance to settle down then give it to him and give him another 30 40 minutes an hour Then back on the road but it's probably not going to get real hot just from being car sick but mm-hmm. you know, it, certainly being cool at any time is good mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I think you'll you know, if, if most of us going to know if our dog, if we do those trips ahead of time we're going to know whether he's going to get car sick or not and, and hopefully prepare for it
3: that's why that's so important I think in the preparation yeah. part if you don't travel with your pet a lot you really really do need to do those trial yeah. runs to make sure they're going to be
2: okay with everything Now, that's what I call some really great tips for traveling with your pet. And that list that Tracy gave, oh, it has everything on it. Everything to make sure that your pet has a comfortable trip, but also all the things that you need to make sure that you take along or that you do so that you will also be a great guest when visiting relatives or when staying at accommodations that are pet friendly. We'll stop, but when we come back, we'll continue the show that is dedicated to Jack, mess of the traveling car. Back in a moment, we
0: gonna with the needed friends. He never tells me that he's sick of this house. He never says, why don't you get off that couch? He don't cost me nothing when he wants to go out. I want you to love me like my dog. Who let the dogs out? Hoo-
2: Most people do like to travel with their pets. If you have a dog, you probably have traveled with it, even if it was a short distance. But certainly if it is a family vacation, you want to bring along the whole family. And of course, our furry babies are part of the family as well. Today's show, we are sharing lots and lots of great Tips for traveling with your pet. Now, most of the tips are about traveling with dogs, but these tips also apply to any pet that you're bringing along with you for the ride. This show is featuring segments from a show that actually happened in 2013, and I'm highlighting it because my dog, my road buddy, my traveling mate, Jack passed away on last Saturday. And I wanted to do this show because it was the first one that he came into the studio with me to do. And if you listen carefully, you might hear a bark or two when he's agreeing with everything we're saying. This show is dedicated, lovingly dedicated to his memory. Let's take a trip back in time to 2013 for some great tips for traveling with your pet. And
3: I am here with Dr. Sundstrom with Animal Medical Care, Tracy Showalter with Puffy Deck, Ida Krill with Global and Fund Travel, Doc Bill with Sappal Island Birdhouses. Houses. <laughs> now, we have been talking about traveling with uh, with your pet, and we've talked quite a bit about dogs because uh, statistics show that most people, when they are traveling with their pets, they are traveling with dogs. So if you've heard more dog talk than cat talk, that's probably why. But now, we've talked about traveling with a car. Ida, I know as a travel agent, you handle people wanting to travel by air with their pets. I mean how how much and they want to
4: take their pets with them as well. So that's a very very lucrative feel, at least for the airlines, Mm -hmm. when clients want to take their pets. All the airlines will accept pets But they won't accept all pets. There are specific guidelines depending on the airline that you're planning to travel. Mm -hmm. So make sure you check with the airline or your travel agent before you purchase a ticket if you're planning to travel with your pet just to make sure that it's going to be a good combination.
3: Absolutely, And that's another reason why you should use a travel agent, because they can really help you out with that.
4: Exactly. And they'll do all the research and you you will just be able to call them and they'll be able to find out everything you need to know on how to travel efficiently, stress free and safely with your pet. Great, great, great. And
3: we can post those airline websites on our on our website so folks can go there and just have the airline websites right there if they like. And additionally, there's another website that I know you and I have referred to quite a bit for fees and things like that with the airlines.
4: Oh, absolutely. We love airfarewatchdog.com. We love it for alerts when people Mm -hmm. are looking for A special airfare rate they can go there and they can put in their destination cities and they can get automatic alerts but the wonderful thing about airfare watchdog also is that you can go there and find out what the fees are for all the various airlines Mm -hmm. if you want to travel with your pet so that's one other reason for them to go there
3: absolutely absolutely and dr sundstrom i know that you and i have talked about Pet-friendly locations for for people to you know to go and stay with their pets. Accommodations, whether they are hotels, vacation rentals, bed and breakfasts. Um, I know you talked about that. Do you do you have some information on, on that?
0: But, well, I just I did look up just to you know look up for some websites. That would, here's one like BringFido.com, and it, <laughs> it, it talks about different uh, pet-friendly places, and that's good to know about it, Instead of just stumbling in and hoping that. Motel Six will take your dog, but
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: if you really want to go to Motel Six. <laughs> but uh, no. no sneaking
3: the one, pets in.
0: One thing, mm-hmm. I, yeah. One thing I wanted to mention, just uh, in pet friendly things, the Georgia Veterinary Medical Association uh, has is sponsoring thing, and they've got a situation worked out with the Georgia State Parks where you can come to your veterinarian, and he he or she can write you a prescription. To take your pet for a nice walk in one of the state Georgia's wonderful state parks for free. It's wow. a free pass. <laughs> really? So, oh, right. Awesome. It's, it's, so it's a go for. That wow. sounds. That sounds great. Yeah. That sounds great. It's it's, it's to in, encourage activity and cut down on pet obesity and mm-hmm. the human one too, I guess. <laughs> Uh,
1: it's
3: we need, a when-when. <clears throat> when. yes. right, we, we definitely need less of that. Oh. And what are some other uh, pet-friendly places, uh, Doc
1: Bill? Also, mustn't forget the Sapelo Island birdhouses. Um, these are pet-friendly places. It's some beautiful Sapelo Island. And one reason we set it up was the fact that um, people could take their pets to it. Now, there's a limit of one dog per cottage. And um, you can take your dog over there. Make Let us know that you're bringing your dog. Going to the Sapo Island um, Birdhouse website. That's www.sapeloislandbirdhouses.com. Go to the um, website, and they have a whole section on bringing your dog to the island, what you have to do, setting up the reservations for that, one dog per cottage. If you can't get to the island to meet the ferry time, we also have a rental that we manage called the Captain's Cottage in beautiful Shellman's Bluff, which is also pet-friendly. So you can take your pet there, and you can find out about the Captain's Cottage website, again, at the Sapo Island um birdhousewebsite.com and you can bring your pet there and there's also a crate present there all the time we can keep your dog in a crate if you or keep your dog with you so that's mm-hmm. very good information to know
4: these have all been jack tested so <laughs> we know they're great for pets
0: may i may I throw something about air travel yes it, please con- you know contact your air carrier and make sure that you do not have to have or you do need one away, a health certificate Sometimes it's not important. It is very important if you're going to cross mm. international borders. Absolutely. And we need to know about that way in advance because it's, it's, the Euro nation, the European nations are really got some paperwork and it takes forever, so we need a lot of advance on that.
4: Exactly. But That's a very good point, Dr. Stongstrom. And you're absolutely right. As we said, there are specific guidelines for all the different carriers. I checked Uh, specifically on delta because we are located in the atlanta area and they don't require them domestically unless your dog is in cargo but internationally they will require it, so you Mm -hmm. need to know that and again that's where your travel agent's going to be your (laughs) best friend absolutely and nita let me also mm -hmm. say regarding the airfare that if you're planning to travel with your pet, there are times that you really need to be careful, and that's during the summer months because it's hot. you know it's so hot, oh, mm-hmm. and that's very stressful for your pets. And I know that Delta has an embargo from May 15th through September 15th, and you have to—they will not accept your pet if the temperatures will be over certain degrees. Yeah. And I think it's 85 degrees. Um, so, if you're planning either from your uh, departure or arrival destinations, they have to consider what the temperatures are. That
3: sounds like really um, a smart thing to do, and that really goes back also too to some of the preparation things and making sure you have water and, and water bowls and things like that for your pet. Exactly. Now, there's another um, pet-friendly. Um, facility that I really would like to mention as well. And that is Barnsley Gardens, which is located just north of Atlanta. And a wonderful, wonderful um, a place to go because the gardens are beautiful, especially in the spring. Uh, they have cottages there. I mean, it's just a wonderful, wonderful getaway. And uh, for those of you who have listened to the show before, you know that we always have a staycation part of the show that we like to do. And the staycation is basically, you know, finding something in your local area that's not loading all the bags and getting on an airplane or getting on a long car ride, but just going somewhere really close. And and Gardens would be great for that. Now, Tracy, I know you and I talked before about people being good pet guests. And we're going to have to take a break in in just a minute here. But when we come back, I really want you uh, you to to sort of jump in and talk a little bit about that because the way that we travel with our pets really does set the standards, set the goal of what people are expecting. Yes. And that can be a negative thing or it could be a positive thing. So we really want to keep it very positive about traveling with your pets and not have, you know, facilities and accommodations start deciding that it's just too rough on the on their properties to have pets come
2: wow those were more great tips and when we come back we will continue talking about how you can be a great guest with your pet when you're traveling not only to hotels but also to stay with family members as well we'll be back in a few minutes to continue the show where i'm honoring my travel buddy jack here on travel with anita and friends
1: We're closer than pages that stick and in a book. My We're closer than ripples that play in a brook.
0: Strolling Wherever you find him, you the find me just look. New. Closer than a miser of a bloodhound still a-
2: When traveling with your pet, it's important to know how to be a good pet guest. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Now next up, I'm going to do the final segment of my show from 2013 when I had my favorite dog, Rope Buddy Jack, on the show with me. So you hear a few barks from him throughout the show, but this show is dedicated to him because he did pass away last Saturday, and I miss him so much already. But he was a great guest whenever he went to visit anyone. So listen to these tips from my guests back from a show in 2013. We have great guests with us
3: today here with us. And we have Dr. Sundstrom with Animal Medical Care, Tracy Showalter with Puppy Adept, Ida Krill with the Global Sun and Fun Travel, Doc Bill with Sapporo Island Birdhouses, Houses. And now, before we took a break, I was uh, talking to Tracy about how to be a good pet guest. So, Tracy, what are some pointers that you can give to folks? Because as vacation rental owners... I've had a few times where I've thought, maybe I should think <laughs> about this. Reconsider. Yeah, reconsider this you know, pet policy. So what
5: are some things we can do? Well, let me just say this. Not every pet is the right pet to take on a trip with you. Mm-hmm. You may really want to have them with you, but if they have dog or human aggression issues, not a good idea. <laughs> if they have no- noise phobias, not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Or separation anxiety. Those are some things that I would keep a pet at home if I had that problem. And You might want to consult with a positive trainer to help you get past those problems. Mm -hmm. But some things that you can teach your dog to make your trip a little more pleasant and to help them be a better guest are things like weight. Weight is very useful. For instance, as I mentioned earlier, so they don't dart out the door when Mm -hmm. you open it. Also useful for getting out of the car. Sometimes you open the car door and the dog's out and running around the parking lot before you even know it. Um, The recall, coming when called, is excellent. Leave it is a very good cue. Mm. The way that Puppy Adept teaches leave it is that if I say leave it, that means you can never have that item. Mm. It doesn't mean wait and I'll give you that in a moment. It means you can never have it. Think about some things that might be useful there.
3: Lots of things. Yes.
5: Off, just get off of whatever Mm -hmm. you're on. Mm -hmm. And polite greetings because you don't want them jumping all over guests who really don't care for dogs Um, in particular. That's true. And then finally, one that Anita and I have talked about before recently is settle. And settle is a cue that means go and lie on your pre-designated mat, bed, whatever it is, and stay there until I release you.
3: So that also then means that they probably should take a familiar pet bed with them when they're traveling. Yes, yes. Mm Oh, yeah. Now, Dr. Sundstrom, I'm traveling, and now my pet is lost. What could I have done to prepare? I know there are microchips or something.
0: Microchips are great. Mm -hmm. If you get got to make sure they're registered. Uh, After Katrina, there were a lot of animals found that had microchips. Mm -hmm. Not all of them are registered, so they did not get returned. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. So... Now, the, most loud systems now just say, "Oh, if we microchip you, we're going to register them for you, and you're started." But microchips, the, the name names on the collar, name and phone number on the collar. Mm-hmm. Just to be, and um, I think and, I don't know. Maybe you can put your cell phone on instead of your home phone these days because that makes better sense.
3: Absolutely, exactly. So, good point. Very good point.
0: Yeah, I liked your idea about the pictures because uh, you could, if you had to, you could post them up on the. Mm-hmm. telephone poles and, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. you know, get instant print and get over that.
5: Absolutely. Uh-huh. Can I add to that? Sure. Um, it's along the same lines. Temporary tag. You can buy these. Um, they're just little inexpensive tags that you can handwrite. You can put your cell phone number on them like Dr. Sundstrom suggested, but you can also write your hotel mm-hmm. information. Oh, good. Uh, Very good yeah. And your you name. you're staying, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Wow, that's excellent. Nita, I'd like to ask Tracy a question. I know we've been talking about pets that travel that sometimes might get stressed. What are some calming techniques that we can use if we're traveling with our pet and they're just really
5: stressed out or they're aggravated or traumatized? Yeah, that's a really good question because things happen that we don't anticipate, of course. There's some things you can take with you if you're not sure in particular um, I don't know if you've heard of this before, but it's called Rescue Remedy. It's a Bach Flower Remedy. It's an alternative um, uh, therapy. And you can put it in your dog's water. Actually, people can use it. Um, and it's it's calming. Um, there's also something called DAP, Dog Appeasing Pheromone. Um, these things, by the way, are not 100% for every dog. So okay. um, you definitely have to. As Dr. Centrum said before, you're going to want to try these out at home at that's least right. once first. That's yeah. right. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Oh, that's great. And again, when you take your dogs, you have to see where you take them to. If you um, come to the Sapa Island Bird Houses, we have beautiful beaches out there. And um, taking your dog to the beach is an interesting thing to do. The dogs get to run and, and get to enjoy it. But most uh-huh. Georgia beaches, the dogs have to be kept on a leash and there's certain times. At the birdhouses, you can take your dog, and um, we have certain rules that you need to follow. Um, On the Georgia Bear Islands, you have to respect the wildlife that's out there, as well as having to um, respect other people that are enjoying the beaches as well. And so make sure when you decide to stay at a pet-friendly place, and we hope you decide to stop on birdhouses, you talk to the owners and management. Tell them about your pet. And that interaction, no matter what place you stay to, can give a very good stay for you and your dog.
3: Uh, you know, I, I want to follow up a little bit with that, too, because some of the other things that I've experienced as well is that you want to make sure that you follow the guidelines that have been set forth. Um, most people, you know, may not sleep with their pets. But if you are someone who enjoys a nap with your pet or your pet's you know, sleeping spot is in your bed with you. That may not be the best uh, the best thing to do when you are visiting with someone who may have pet allergies or just may not prefer to have the pet sleep in the bed too, so just little things like that to remember to be respectful of when when you are staying at some of the pet friendly places because as we said, we want to be able to go back
0: you may want to get make sure that that pet's on flea and tick stuff yes. medication oh, too because you don't want cepillo birdhouses and houses, fleas and <laughs>
4: <laughs> so no, I don't. that
0: may help and I think, I think a lot of places really require almost may require that ahead mm-hmm. of time we, and we do
3: require yeah. that as well now we only have uh, just a, a minute or so left and Dr. Sundstrom I wanted to ask you we've talked about dogs and maybe just a tad bit of, I think we may have mentioned a cat here or there mm-hmm. but what are some other animals that you've seen in your practice that people travel with you have any, any funny kind of um, mm. stories of animals, anything unusual?
0: Not, not, not that I can think of. I, th- I would say cats really belong in some kind of, they like an enclosure in a mm-hmm. car, and cats are, are place-oriented. So sometimes they freak out when they go to a new place. So if you do take your cat, I would be very cautious about you know, around, the, I don't, around the open door, because some of those cats will just take off, and boom, it's the last time you see them. So that's there you gotta be careful about that.
3: Yeah, especially careful with cats. Now yeah. we also have put something on the website about traveling with, with the cat because it is a little bit different. I mean they're a little yeah. bit less uh, interested in traveling? As a matter of fact, I have a friend who said that you know when she travels or has to take her cat somewhere, the, the first part of the trip is going on a trip to find the cat around the house <laughs> because the cat is considering that traveling. I found a new spot to hide out, so uh, we have to definitely consider that. Well, this has been a great show. I can't believe our time is up, but there's so many things that we could still talk about with traveling with your pet. If you have some comments that you'd like to share with us, please go to our website. There are great spots there show share things as
2: well as our Facebook page. Yes, please head over to the website, travelwithanita.com or the Facebook page, Travel with Anita, and leave any comments or stories about your dogs. I would certainly love to hear those stories. Also on the website, travelwithanita.com, you'll find many articles that we have written throughout the years, as well as a couple of shows that we've done throughout the years since 2013 on traveling with your pets and how to be a great pet guest. And how you can also make sure that if someone's coming to visit you with a pet, how you can make sure that you are a great pet host. So check out our website, TravelWithAnita.com. And make sure to leave a comment, because again, I love to hear about your pets. This show today is brought to you by the Sapelo Island Birdhouses, a pet-friendly destination where you can bring your pet and have a great time. Check out their website at SapeloIslandBirdHouses.com. Thank you so much for joining me today as I pay tribute to the life of my favorite dog, my road buddy, my messer of the traveling car, Jack. This song is dedicated to all of the senior dogs, all of those gray dogs, and to Jack. Goodbye, Jack. Thanks for traveling with me all the miles and all of the loves.
0: Just an old gray dog nobody sees. Can't run too fast, not so eager to please Just lays around like a bump on a log But I love that old gray dog Love that old gray dog